all of my brothers and sisters and all of those persons who as well take the time with all of their heart to hear the reflection today. I have received various emails and petitions where they ask of me to speak about distractions. All of those things that are distractors in our daily life and as well our spiritual life. So therefore, since these distractions is a general topic, something that happens to us today, there are many things that distract us, not like in the antiquity. In the antiquity, there was no television, there was no internet, there was no media like we see today. And this is why time seemed to be longer. The day was longer. People had more time to work and as well to rest. Today, there is technology and the internet. They are the main distractors that we have today. The computer. And many people, there are persons men, the youth, all ages, women of all ages, children of all ages. They are always there, enslaved, let us call it, with all of this technology, this elements, with all of these things that the technology has brought forth in the world. What to say about social media? This is why some people say, or specialists say, that today there is no family unit like there was in the antiquity where the people used to gather at a dinner table, maybe to have breakfast or to have lunch. And each one used to share their experiences, what happened during the day. They used to share their stories. They were attentive of each other. There was more of a family unit. They were there gathered together. They would also be more affectionate with each other. Each one knew each other's problems or situations, the joys that they shared. They shared more in general together. But today, with all that there is with the Internet, well, you already know all that is done social media, the same thing, Facebook, Instagram. And today, every person is individual, alone, separate. Everyone is in their own world, in their own life, communicating, doing their own thing, consulting many things, searching. We see the TV. Well, even though TV is maybe more obsolete now, but before, everyone was watching TV or shows, movies, the soap operas. And each person, I remember when the church initiated, there were persons who didn't go to church certain days of the week because that day such soap opera was on and they didn't want to miss their soap opera. 
The men, they didn't go to church on certain days because they didn't want to miss their game, boxing or wrestling, whatever sport it was. It might have been. They didn't go to church because of the game. Not that I am saying it is a sin and you cannot watch. What I'm saying is that they are distractions. When we, for example, are in school or in a university or in class, and the professor is there or the teacher is giving their class, all the students are listening. And maybe one of the students gets distracted. Maybe he's looking at the book, or maybe looking at the window, or maybe looking up at the ceiling, or conversing with another student. These are called distractions. And immediately, the teacher says, so-and-so, please pay attention. Do not be distracted. This is what usually we would hear. Don't be distracted. And we today have many distractors in our spiritual life. We're not going to be exaggerated as well. We're not going to go to the extreme measures because there are persons who are also very restrained by evil spirits in bondage. And these persons, instead of doing things correctly, they do everything wrong. And they are there all day reading the Bible, singing, or all night singing. And of course, as well, they distract other persons, their family members, those that are around them. And they cannot do their daily activities, their studies, or their other responsibilities because this person is constantly there with hymns and choruses all day long, playing them. And that is extreme. That is to be extreme. So all things have to be done moderately. Things need to be done in a normal manner. Not going from one extreme to the other. You have to be in the middle ground, in the middle. And as they said about distractions, and persons know, and those that wrote me, you know, because they see their family members, their children, their husband or wife, they don't pay attention to them, they don't talk, we don't have a dialogue. And each person is there looking at their iPad or their phone, looking at their favorite show, or looking at their movie or their series, whatever their favorite sport is. The other person is there searching or watching pornography. Another is dedicated to drug addiction. And there they are looking for other things where they can find in the internet to continue with their vices. Others, games, the children, the youth, babies, young men, adults, there they are with the gaming, distracted in the iPad, and they forget to pray. They forgot that each day that they awaken, every day that arrives, we have to thank the Lord, take time to thank God. And take time as well to read a paragraph of the Bible. As I say, not being extreme, moderately. As well, distractors. Dating, for example. Dating, very much a distraction. Adulteries, what about adulteries? Fornication. 
And during this pandemic, this phenomenon has been extreme, adultery and fornication. And people who have known of God, who have had experiences in reading the Bible, singing for the Lord, have heard prophecy, others have experience with spiritual gifts. And in this pandemic, the enemy has arrived and has come against, has attacked these persons, placing traps, and they have fallen. Some have fallen in these traps of the enemy. And they have fallen in all these types of sins. Others dedicated completely to consulting many things in this media or in this massive form of searching. All this is distractors. I'm not going to mention all of them because there are many. There are hundreds of things that are distractions that in there in the life of a man or a woman. And we should be cautious. And if we love the Lord... We need to be moderate and be very careful what we watch, what we see, what we search, what we do, give good example to those that surround us, give good testimony, and not put aside the search for the Lord, worship and praise for the Lord, because there are things that are so important in our spiritual life as it is to praise our God, to look for him in the perfect moment. First God, that's why it says to awaken, to search for the Lord, which is first God and then the rest, those other things. But we have to be careful because in these distractions, our mind is corrupted. So be very careful with these distractions. Be cautious with what you watch, what you hear, what you do. Careful with all of these technology and all this equipment. Things that do not offend God or displease the Lord or things that do not corrupt your spiritual life. So be very careful. Pray to the Lord and have God first in your heart and then the rest. For example, we're going to read a few verses in the Bible of a distraction that two persons had here in the Gospel of Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, the Gospel of Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. We have... Our Lord Jesus Christ, when he visited the house of Martha and Mary, Martha and Mary were sisters of Lazarus. And we've heard the story of Lazarus many times. He died and the Lord resurrected him. We know this. And the Lord Jesus, he visited this family. He loved Mary and Martha and Lazarus. So let us read the distraction that one of them had during this time. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, our Lord Jesus. He entered a village or a town and a certain woman named Martha welcomed her, him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. So how beautiful this Example of Mary, that when Jesus arrived, she left all of her responsibilities. She forgot all of the distractions and all the things she may have had to do in the household. 
During that time, there wasn't technology, the internet, media, radio, TV. There wasn't any of these things, a telephone. There were other things during that time. The women were dedicated to raising the children, cooking, taking care of the clothes, the household, the family. This was the woman's job. Perhaps they knitted. Maybe they sewed the clothes for the children. And there were other responsibilities and other things that they occupied their time in the house. There was also a lot of crafting that they did. But as soon as the Lord Jesus arrived, she knew that the Lord Jesus arrived to teach the doctrine of God. And Mary forgot all of that aside. She left it and sat to hear the word of the Lord. How beautiful and how glorious that Mary did not allow herself to be carried away with distractions. And as I say, distractions is not that it is a sin before the Lord. Some things that are a sin, as I mentioned before, adultery and fornication, those distractions are a sin. For example, to consume drugs or consult pornography. All of these things are wrong before the Lord and wrong for the mentality of the person. Other distractions that can be done, but all in measure. So let us continue reading. 40. But Martha was distracted. Remember, Mary sat at the feet of Jesus. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. I'm doing all the work by myself. I'm cooking. I'm placing the table. I'm organizing everything, serving. And she left me alone. She's not helping me. Tell her, Lord, to help me. Because she was there listening to the Lord. And she left all the distractions while Martha was in the distractions. Martha's destruction, we see, was not a sin because she was carrying on her responsibilities to attend the Lord and to serve the food. And the Lord Jesus answered, even though truly the distraction Martha had was good because it was to serve the Lord. And as well, she wanted to organize her house because surely her husband would arrive and the family and she wanted everything organized. The Lord Jesus says in 41, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. What is it that Mary chose? But only one thing is needed. She says, do not be so hurried in a rush. Do not feel uncomfortable. Do not require. Because Mary chose what is so important in her spiritual life. She chose to hear the word of the Lord because she wants to win eternal life. She wants to do what is right and just to please God, to learn to be able to please the Lord. This is what the Lord told her, that she had chosen the good part. She chose the best. Mary did. And it would not ever be taken away from her. 
To her, it would ever be taken away that blessing that she would receive on behalf of the Lord. Having learned the doctrine, having learned the righteous path of eternal life and to follow those commandments and to follow all those teachings that the Lord gave because she desired one day to gain eternal life. And during her life, she wanted to please the Lord in every aspect. So we, if we love the Lord, if truly we love God and we want for the Lord to hear our prayers and to fulfill what we ask of Him in prayer, and if we want for the Lord to give us happiness, for He to give us what we need, that He open doors of employment, that He open doors give us clothing, food, a place to live if we want to live correctly because all this the Lord gives us. If we want this and that we not lack anything, we have to choose the best part. And the best is first the Lord. God first. Number one is our Lord. And then the rest, we can do all of these other things. So let us choose the best path because we want to please our Lord. We want to worship Him and search for Him with all of our heart. So let us now pray to our Lord for He to help us. Heavenly Father, eternal Lord, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, thank you. We thank you, O Lord, because your sight is upon us. You hear us because you listen to us, you see us, you watch us, because you extend your hand of power and you bless us, you deliver us, you guard us, you protect us, you give us every day what we need, our daily needs. You've given us health, blessings, work. You have been blessing us spiritually and materially. You give us promises, O Lord. Thank you for the promises that you give to us. Thank you, eternal Lord, for we want to follow you. We want to choose the best part, follow the path of salvation, follow and learn your doctrine and fulfill your commandments, pleasing you and doing your will. This we want, Father. We want, O oh Lord, help us so that we may fulfill all of these desires and wants to do the best for you. Help us, Lord. Heavenly Father, as well in this moment, in the name of Jesus Christ, your beloved Son, we ask you extend your hand upon all those who are sick, all of those men and women, children who have an illness of diverse diseases, incurable illnesses, illnesses that man cannot give medication for. Extend your hand and let it be you healing and delivering. As well, we ask, O oh Lord, for those victims of curses and spells, witchcraft, that let it be you delivering and removing this as well remove that tendency of those who know your name who know your path and they are still practicing witchcraft and they believe in superstitions and all of these supernatural things remove this oh lord help them so they can abandon all of these wrongful paths Thank you, my Father. Thank you, O oh Lord, for listening. Deliver and bless. Heal, O oh Lord. Deliver each one. Thank you, Lord. In the glorious name of Jesus Christ, your beloved Son, we ask, O oh God, thank you. Glory and honor for you now and evermore. Blessed is the Lord. Let us sing to the Lord, Chorus 77. Who is like you, Lord Almighty? ¿Quién como tú, Jehová, entre los dioses? 
¿Quién como tú, Jehová entre los dioses? ¿Quién como tú, magnífico en santidad terrible en lores? Hacedor de maravillas, hacedor de maravillas. ¿Quién como tú, Jehová entre los dioses? ¿Quién como tú, Jehová entre los dioses? ¿Quién como tú, magnífico en santidad terrible en lores? Hacedor de maravillas, hacedor de maravillas. Blessed is the name of the Lord. Thanks be to our Lord. I love you in the Lord. Thank you, brothers and sisters. May God bless you greatly. Until the next time.